Welcome to Adventures Reads. Earlier this year, we asked women and people who menstruate to share their stories about living with PCOS. The next voice you will hear is from a brave woman who opened up about this condition that remains largely misunderstood. Hello, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much for showing that interest on PCOS. Um, it's not um, an unusual conversation or topic in our African context. Even in our, our world, people don't really like talking about reproductive health challenges. Thank you so much for sort of creating a voice for us. So my journey with PCOS officially started in 2015, though I think I have had it. I have had it since my teenage years because I remember I used to have irregular menses when I was um, in high school, but I never was keen about it. And I think I also got it from my grandma. She's in her 70s, so it's been... PCOS is something that has been around for so many years. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, in 2015 uh, is when I decided to seek a gynecologist that is sometime, I think sometime in January or in March, because um, I was having irregular menses and I was getting worried. So, I went to see a gynecologist and they put me in the pills for three months. Um, to regulate the menses, and once I was off the pill, they became irregular again. And towards the end of the year, I realized that I'd gained so much weight, like over 20 kgs, and that was so unlikely because my, um, my normal body weight would be between, be between 65 kgs to 70 kgs, so me adding an additional 20, like that was too much and there was something alarming and still my menses were irregular and I was getting horrible cramps um, once my periods now came after like six or seven months of not being there. So the cramps would be horrible and would bleed. There's a time I bled for like seven weeks straight and it was quite alarming so I saw a gynecologist and based on my symptoms they suspected to be serious but they needed to be found. Was, uh, by doing an ultrasound and also doing a hormonal profile test. So this can confirm that I had cysts on my ovaries and the profile, the hormonal profile also showed that I had an imbalance. So based on that, I was put on the pill again. Um, <clears throat> but once I was off the pill, things went back to being irregular. Um, so I decided to just um, take the pills for a while to just make uh, my menses regular so that uh, I don't bleed too much when they come after disappearing for so many months. But there's a time in 2016, February, when uh, I had to go to theater. Um, the doctor, the gynecologist suspected that I had a fibroid outside my uterus and um, asked for emergency surgery. But during the surgery, they didn't find the 
hybrid. So the gynecologist took advantage of the situation and punctured my cysts, um, which was quite wrong because he didn't seek my consent because that's a delicate procedure. He would, he could have easily have damaged my ovaries by mistake. So, um, well, I never sued him, but I realized much later, after many years, that that was actually wrong. He should have sought my consent, but because I was unconscious theater, that's why he just well, made that decision on his own. He didn't even consult uh, the next of kin or something of the sort, but it's okay. All is forgiven. Yeah, so after the surgery, the gynecologist said at least it will take like a year before the cysts grow back or they can not grow back entirely. But within less than six months, the cysts grow back. And I went back to now still um, dealing with weight, money, weight gain, and regular menses and all that. So well, that's been my journey um, since 2015, just constant um, weight gain, irregular menses. And I remember last year I was at my heaviest, I was 127 kilograms. And I, my self-esteem went really, um, was really, really down. So I decided to work on my feet, quality diet, and um, uh, go to the gym. And so far, I'm down to 97 kgs, and myself still has really, really gone up. And I feel nice about myself. But my pants is still not regular, but hopefully one day they'll be able to regulate themselves naturally. But with PCAs, biggest fear has been not being, not being able to conceive, or if I conceive, not being able to carry a pregnancy to full term, but I'm hopeful that I will end it. And another big toll that this uh, big uh, effect of this year me is my mental health. I've been in and out of depression and anxiety, and I have to be on antidepressants and see a therapist from time to time, and I also get bad insomnia. To take sleeping pills. So this year really affects our mental health, which is not good, but we have to fight to stay sane and to stay healthy for the sake of ourselves and the people around us. And uh, one thing about PCS that I've learned is that people who don't have PCS can't really have what it is to go through in this journey. They will say they understand, but no, they do not. The only person who will understand is a fellow sister. So I feel like it's important when you you you've been diagnosed with PCOS, look for a support system, look for people who have the same condition, who will encourage you, will tell hey, listen, I've been in your shoe, I know how you feel, I will work with you, I will support you, I will cry with you, I will laugh with you. And all will be well in the end. So people just need that encouragement and just that familiarity. So to just look at them not alone.
So that's been my valuable piece thus far. So once again, thank you for this opportunity and we continue creating a place for us, sisters. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Adventures Reads.